0: Welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man, as voted by Booker T. Washington and Martin Luther King. I appreciate you guys being here every single Friday, 3.30 p.m. Pacific Time on twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle. Who do we have currently in the chat? Scrambles, NBD, Side Flip, Merc, Love My Toe, Infamy, Chili Relano, Yump, Venus, Die Traps, iBook Boy. Side flip, I appreciate you guys for, uh, for tuning in. I have a lot of topics today. It was a very eventful week, but before we go starting with all that, I want to talk about last week. It was a rough one. I do this thing where I tell myself, here's where I, here's where I go off the rails. I say, uh, I try to only drink alcohol on Wednesday and Friday. But every once in a while you have a friend in town or it's somebody's birthday, and then you drink on Wednesday, and then Thursday's the birthday, and then Friday, and then Saturday's the UFC fight, and then Sunday's the Super Bowl, and then you're just like, oh, fuck, I've been drinking every single day nonstop for six days, and then you have two days where you're just feeling terrible, dude, and that really fucked me up last week. I, It was one of those hangovers where it has you reevaluating like late at night, you're like, dude... Gotta stop doing this. <laughs> You're looking at yourself in the mirror. like t- Touching your own hand in the mirror. You gotta stop doing this, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about you. <laughs> and you get a DM from somebody saying, Hey, dude, I'm worried about you, man. So, uh, this week we stopped altogether. We drank only a little bit on Wednesday. And tonight we're gonna go eat sushi. Maybe I'll have a sake. I will try and uh, keep it chill. I feel like I repeat this same sentiment all the time, but it's been a really destructive, it's been a really destructive week, but it's also been a week filled with some, some great stories, and luckily for you guys, the, uh, the alcohol disrupted my sleep, so I started taking these melatonins, and, uh, (laughs) an age-old podcast topic is what fuck, what fucked up shit did I dream about this, um, this week so I got a great one for you well first off I strangled my uh (laughs) I strangled my grade school principal to death in front of a bunch of witnesses and uh then I escaped and I was like planning how I was gonna go to trial or where I was gonna go it was uh it was a whole mess so I was that's the small part of the dream the next part of the dream is where things don't make any sense the type of shit where, like, you're walking and you're you're in your house and then you go through a room and now suddenly you're, like, in space or something or you're underwater. Like, weird shit like that. So, I'm at this bar I go to on Fridays called Coopies. They have great food, great gambling, great pool tables. I usually go there uh, Friday and then sometimes I eat dinner there. I'll probably be going there after this podcast. So, in my dream, I'm in there hanging out and I have to go to the bathroom. I have to take a poop, a number two. I have to to drop the kids off at the pool, man, I have to blow it up, I have to, <laughs> have to drop a bomb, and, uh, the bathroom's broken, so I'm like, oh, damn, I have to go next door, so I go next door, the actual bar has no next door, there is no building next door, but I end up next door, and it's a public pool, think like a YMCA, and somehow I have to shit at the YMCA, I don't know why, so I'm in this weird locker room, trying to take a shit, Every single toilet is disgusting. I look at every toilet. There's shit. Piss on the seat. Shit everywhere. I go wandering around. The toilet... The bathroom's a goddamn maze. There's hundreds of toilets. And I, I go look for these toilets. and it's a, it's a million urinals. I'm searching for a toilet. Finally find a toilet. and But it's not a toilet. It's just a fucking coffee can that has plumbing. I, I, somehow I transported to to 1920s Mexico, where the toilet is just a fucking coffee can, so anyways, I squat down, and, and, uh, I squat down, and I look down, and since it's like a, like a pool area, the floor's wet, and I, for some reason, have a long shirt on, so I'm like, oh, well, god damn it, I don't want since I'm leaning down so far, I don't want my shirt to get wet, in all the piss water, I say, okay, what would a smart person do? take my shirt off, so now I'm basically completely naked, shitting in a coffee can, and uh, I look to my left, I guess in the dream, there's no stalls, so there's another person shitting to my left, except I look completely naked, and he's just like, oh, you're fucking looking weird, and we're both looking at each other like, oh, we're shitting in coffee cans, like this is very unfortunate, and then I look over, his shit misses the coffee can, It, it hits the side and clips in half, so he has half the shit in the coffee can, half on the ground, I'm shitting, then I notice no fucking paper anywhere, my worst nightmare, and then suddenly I realize, oh, there's no, like, walls anywhere, and I look over, and I can see the swimming pool area with a bunch of children in it watching me shit, Then they're pulling out their cell phones, and I'm just like, what, how did I get here, what, I'm just saying, why couldn't the bathroom have worked at the bar, how did, how did it get so bad, (laughs) how did I end up here, And then you're just having this thought. You're like, like, this can't be real. (laughs) This has to be a dream. And then you wake up. Oh, oh, oh God, look over at the dog. My dog looks up at me like, dude, you just kicked me (laughs) because I wake up super violently. I kick the dog or whatever. And I'm like, hey, you're not going to believe this dream. (laughs) And then I immediately uh, get on my discord and write it down because if I don't write it down, I'll never remember it. I'll just remember like I had a weird dream about shitting or something. What was that? I don't remember, man. But yeah, I remember all these details. Oh, I have to take my shirt off now. Well, now I'm almost naked. Like the guy over there who's looking at me—we're both shitting, both in a bad spot. He didn't even make it in the can; clipped it in half. I remember all these details? I wrote all these details down, and uh, I saved them in my brain to share it with you guys. So what? Here's the question: What does it mean? <laughs> I have a book that tells you what dreams mean. Let's say you have a dream where you're drowning. Or a dream where you're falling. Or a dream where you have bad teeth. Or a dream where you're fighting but your hands are going in slow motion. But there's no chapter on shitting in public at a public pool into a coffee can with a bunch of children filming you. They skipped that chapter of the dream book. Probably for a good reason. It probably means I'm really fucked up, man. But that's, that's what happens with the melatonins. That's, originally, that's why I started smoking weed. But, I'm such a frugal guy, the weed place by me, they only have deals on cartridges on Wednesdays. So I'm like, oh god, I I don't want to spend an extra five dollars. I'll wait till Wednesday, and then Wednesday comes, and I'm drunk already, and I can't fucking go over there. Great. Just the vicious cycle of melatonin continues. Who knows what he'll shit in next week. So that, uh, that was great. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of irrational fears, I came up with one today. I, uh, I have an irrational fear of a helicopter crashing into my house. And you would say, well, that'll never happen. Yeah, that's what Kobe Bryant said. Okay, it might happen. I have, I live right next to an airport. Dozens, I would say 30 or 40 helicopters fly directly over my house every single day, and I live in a high-crime area, so multiple times a day, there's a police helicopter that goes in circles, that goes directly over my house, eh, between five and five hundred times, just going in a circle, and all it takes is one fucking autistic pigeon to fly into the fucking blade, and suddenly the last thing I hear is, and then I'm, then I'm, then i burst into flames. So it's, I say it's irrational, but it could happen. And my other fear is what if only the dog dies and I live? Well, I, I better find a way to, to sue the fuck out of the police station for killing my dog or, or the, the airport or whatever. Or what if I die and the dog lives? He's not going to know what the fuck happened. He doesn't know what a helicopter is. He's a dog. <laughs> so you would think like, oh, well, how many times has it happened in your city? Oh, several. Motherfucker, I live right by the airport. I used to skate. So I live I live on a street called Jones. There's been more than one emergency landing on Jones in the middle of the busy street. There's a house on Jones where a, a small plane crashed into the house burst into flames, and then it became a great skating spot, because in the backyard of that house was a swimming pool, so people would go there and skate the pool, so that was, that was a blessing in disguise, no one died, and then helicopters crash all the time, I just was reading the other day, someone in the chat room said that in California, they were filming a high-speed chase, right, like a police chase, and a news helicopter ran into a police helicopter, and you know what happens after that, right? All that shit falls to the ground. So whoever's hanging out there, you know, I'm just sitting at the taco truck and then a, 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 three tons of, of, of flaming shrapnel falls on you and you die when well, you're just trying to enjoy your cabezadilla, it's not that irrational. It could happen. I don't want it to happen. But now every time the helicopter goes over, this must be what it feels like to be in the army. When you're getting shelled and shit all you can hear is just like shit blow shit shit just blew up a hundred yards that way oh shit just blew up right there oh that building just collapsed oh fuck and then, like you're just like well when it happens here you're not gonna you're not gonna have any pain you're just gonna disintegrate it's it's now I have that fear it's not as bad as being in the military obviously but it is it's a scary noise especially when they're low and lately Oh, I lost my shit the other day. They have these big-ass helicopters lately. These big military helicopters. Because we have an Air Force base. Not near me, but in the city. And, uh, or, like, right outside the city. And they send their stupid-ass helicopters all over the place. So one was flying by the other day. I looked up. I went outside and looked up. I was like, why is this helicopter so fucking loud? It must be on my roof. And I looked up. It wasn't on my roof. It was just twice the size of a normal helicopter. And I'm like, damn... That helicopter's fucking annoying. So then the next day, I'm sitting in here, and I hear the same helicopter. And I'm like, damn, that big stupid helicopter's back. And then it just, it never ended. I, I hear this noise for five minutes. And I'm like, what the fuck? This helicopter's floating ab- directly above my house for five minutes? I go outside, I look up. I was wrong. It was a whole train of helicopters. There was one, two, three four, five, all going in a straight line. All these dumbass military helicopters pissing me off with the chemtrails. And, uh, yeah. All it takes is one, one fuck-up. Right? You ever play Mario Kart? Do you get first every time? No. Sometimes you game over. Well, what? If they fucking game over, they make a wrong turn. They're gonna crash into my house and kill me. And I'm not happy about that. I should get extra... I should pay less taxes. I should pay less taxes for being in this much danger. I don't, I don't think that exists, but it should. It should. You know what else should exist in the world, especially as far as podcasts go? You should be able to get a free pack of stickers every time you watch your favorite podcast. But some podcasts out there don't offer you a free pack of stickers. Why not? It costs very little. Each one of these stickers cost me like 11 cents. I'm giving away, what, 44 cents? You're worth it. Your time, you're, you're valuable, you're one of a kind, and you're watching the greatest podcast known to man. You deserve a free Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack if you live in America, because the shipping price goes up if you live somewhere else. I would love to be the person who gives you a free sticker pack. All you have to do is answer a trivia question correctly. I'm just noticing my camera keeps going dark and light and dark and light. All you have to do is answer a trivia question correctly. The trivia question today is about, about what percent of a jellyfish is water. About what percent of a jellyfish is water. I watched a little mini documentary on jellyfish the other day, or, or sea jellies, as they're called, because they're not actually a fish. They don't have brains, blood. Or Bones. The Triple B. There's a bar downtown called Triple B. It's a backstage bar and billiards. But also it could be called No Bones, No Blood, and No Brain. No Brain. I don't get it. Love My Toe says 98. That was my guess. Merc says 98. Meatball Head says 69. iBook Boy says 90. Infamy says 112. Yoump! Says ninety five. According to my page, the answer is ninety five. But I thought the answer was ninety eight. So, if Love My Toe can find a source that may say ninety eight, then I'll give both of you a sticker pack. But for now, Yump, you are the winner. Send me a DM after the podcast with your address and name. And I don't know. I don't know why I have to say this, but several, several people over the years, over the months, all the time, forget. That their address contains a zip code. So please, for the love of God, include your motherfucking zip code. Sure, I could look it up. What, but why? You know, they say, how how many years of your life have you spent waiting at a red light? I don't know how many years of my life I've spent asking people for their fucking zip code or looking up the zip code or correcting someone's address because they spelled it wrong. Or or the worst. The worst is... uh. Ninja Review. I tell people how to submit their video to my series. Some of you guys don't watch my YouTube. I review skateboarding videos. Kids, adults, they send me videos of them skating, and I explain how they could improve their video. That's the whole series, right? So I say, all you have to do is send me a message, write, this is for Ninja Review, in the DM, and then include a YouTube link, and make sure it's HD. Make sure it's not vertical footage. The aspect ratio needs to be um, 16 by 9. And then, I check that message every week, and I'll get back to you. And then, three days later, I get 15 messages that go, How do I do it again? And then they go, here's my vertical footage. Or they just go, can I just email it? And you go, no. No, no, and no. No! All of you know. That my, the, here's my main thing. My main... My mind always goes back to this. If you have a stupid question, my mind always goes back to this. How do you think everyone else figured it out? Because we have two hundred and seventy-four episodes. How do two hundred seventy-four times two? That's how many people have submitted their footage. How do you think the other uh, six hundred people figured it out? Do you? How did they do it? Like, clearly, it's possible because the series has been around for over five years. So for a new, uh, let's say a new person comes in and sends me a message and going, I can't figure it out. My immediate thought is good. That is, that's all I need to know. I, I can't wipe your ass for you. I can't come to your house and make you dinner, okay? I can't do your schoolwork for you. I can't do anything for you except tell you how to find the answer, right? And all you have to do is listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> Holy shit. Jump is from Denmark. Alright, then uh uh Merck. Merck was the second one to say 95. Merck, send me a DM, and you will uh you will be the winner. Uh I started watching a golf show on Netflix. I don't know what it's called, but it's it's about golf. It's about this, uh all these pro golfers and what they have to go through and How mental the game of golf is and the rules and how different courses have different fans and different rules and there's a whole new like golf thing um like a new league coming out kind of interesting I don't know anything about golf I've never been golfing outside of like mini golf which is the driving range a couple times I don't know shit about golf but as I'm watching this I'm watching and I'm watching the best golfers in the world and I'm watching them fucking miss the fairway. I'm watching them th- hit their shit in the sand trap. I'm watching them play good games and then play bad games. sometimes they play good, sometimes they play bad. How are you a professional athlete if you're playing bad half the time if half the time you play? How is it even a competition if if the same guy never wins twice right? It's like you might as well be playing like like close your eyes and throw a beanbag and see if it gets closest to, to something, right? We're like, this. I'm now realizing that it's a volatile game. Unlike the superior sport of skateboarding. Skateboarders, when you go to a skateboarding contest, let's say there's 16 competitors. I'm pretty sure I know who the top three are gonna be. Nine times out of 10, I can get, I can pinpoint one or two of the top three, right? Golf, not so much. It could be anybody because no one's fucking good at it. Everyone's fucking random. It's one big game of random. RNG, random number generator. Skateboarding, however, I can watch how they skate. I can watch their form. Sure, you might have a bad day, but you don't, and they don't. They won't. I've never seen Naja not qualify for something, Right? But you get Mike Moe out there and there's or uh Evan Evan Smith, there's a 1% chance he's gonna make it to the finals. They love his name, but he's never gonna make it. So, is that is that because I'm I'm a psychic and I can predict the future? No, it's because skateboarders are much more consistent. Maybe someone in the comments, if you're watching this on YouTube, maybe someone in the comments can uh can offer me a hypothesis as to why that is. Maybe it is just a uh, a volatile game. But why isn't skateboarding? We practice just as much. In fact, skateboarders are worse. They get drunk all day and smoke weed. And they still become superior athletes. They're never going to fail a kickflip. You motherfuckers can't hit the ball. You can't even hit the ball in a straight line. Skateboarders will... Nigel will never miss a kickflip back lip. And that's a very difficult technical trick that requires skill, balance, uh, strength awareness you'll never miss it lands a first try every try explain that to me golfers oh what else do we got here (laughs) that documentary is actually kind of cool if you're even like mildly interested in golf you'd probably really like it uh i have a question for you guys a few days ago i had to give my friend a ride he uh, found himself in a pinch. I hate to be the guy that gives people rides, but he was in a bad spot. Gave him a ride. It was only a block away. So I gave him a ride. On the way there, we're talking, we're chatting or whatever. And I see a group of people on the side of the road pulled over. I'm like, oh, fender bender. And, they, you know, obviously you stop and you stare at them. And I see a dog lying on the ground. Uh, One dog, one dog, like on his legs. One dog most likely dead. And I go, oh, fuck. That dog just got hit by a car guaranteed so you know as a as a dog owner and a dog lover you drive and you go oh fuck dude that's terrible I once saw a dog get hit by a car went unconscious I, I, I got out of my car ran in the middle of the street dragged it to the side of the street it was me and Richie dragged it to the side of the street it it woke up and then started running but it was on its side so it wasn't it was just going in circles. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker did like a breakdancing move. And then it fucking got crazy and tried to bite me and Richie. And I'm just like, hold it down. Hold it down. I'm talking to it. You're fine. You're fine. You're okay. The dog's breathing. It's cool. His legs, I'm grabbing his legs. His legs are all intact. Can't feel any any leg breaks. And then eventually uh, his family ran up and then his demeanor changed. Once he, once he saw his owners, his demeanor went from angry crazy fucking angry dog to ah oh, and he became happy and then uh then he went away and then I had a conversation with the people down there because uh I saw they had a, a similar car sticker they were part of a car club a car gang is one of my friends chatted for a minute and then went on with my way save the dog's fucking life okay I don't need I don't need any uh any praise okay save the dog's fucking life Stopped my car in the middle of the street, ran out there, dragged this dog to safety. It would have got ran over 500 more times. So anyways, cut to today. I drive that way, and I drop, I drop Troy off. I turn around, I come back. On my way back, in my mind, I'm like, I hope I, hope I come back. And I hope that do- that dog that was on its side is now standing up. I hope that they've revived it. Maybe it was a quick hit. Maybe he's just knocked out. Hope that they revive it. You drive by. It's definitely dead. You can tell by the body language of all the people around it. You can just tell it's super dead and it, it made me feel terrible. Um, I wasn't involved my mind. Obviously I have like a a hyper active, like mind sometimes. So my first thought is like, Oh, how'd that fucking dog get hit? Uh, was somebody not paying attention? Was it the driver's fault? Was it the owner's fault? Did it get off the leash? Did the leash break? And that's always my fear with, with my dog when I'm by a busy street is like, what if the leash breaks? If the leash breaks today, this could get bad. It's another irrational fear, but it's not that irrational because I've, I've broken leashes before. Once I broke a leash and once he jumped out of his harness. So overall, it's like a, just a super scary thought. So anyways, then I think to myself, why do I care? Like, obviously I care. But if I would have, I swear to God, guys, if I would have saw a dead body there, I would have been, I would have just been like, fuck. And just went on with my life. Saw a dead body. Person died. But seeing a dog die, why am I invested? I'm just like, oh, fuck, dude. Oh, man. I started to think about why. And I think the reason is why. Why I I would care more about a, a dog than a person. It's it's funny because uh, my friend Tim, he, uh. I used to ride for his skate shop, Area 702. If we have any locals in here, uh, Vegas guys, you guys might know him also. Um, He once told me, or I was on a skate trip, he pulled over and tried to grab a dog from the street. And he goes, I'd care way more if I saw a dog get hit than if I saw a person. And I thought to myself, well, you're fucking weird. (laughs) That's a weird thought. And then here I am, whatever, 12, 15 years later, I had the exact same thought. I had the exact same thought. And I think, uh, I think the reason is because dogs don't really, like, do anything wrong. I feel like a dog is, like, an innocent being, right? They might be mischievous, most of them. They might be – they could even be mean because they were made to be mean. But even that's kind of not their fault for the most part. Um, I feel like they don't deserve anything that happens to them, right? And their life is sort of dependent on someone else. So for a dog to die in the street – it's kind of like someone else has to fuck up. So someone else has to fuck up and the dog has to suffer. Like the do- the owner fucked up, but the owner's fine, living, breathing, is going to eat a great meal that night and 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 sleep in a nice warm bed. The dog is dead on the street. And it's not the dog's fault, it's the human's fault. So for me, I think that's the difference. So if a person gets hit by a car and it's it's kind of like uh, it was pro- probably, <laughs> I hate to say this, probably was your fault, all right, or it was some rogue terrible accident, in which case I'd still feel bad, but also it's like, I, I don't know, it's like terrible accidents happen and, and they make you feel bad, I guess, I guess I don't really know how to uh, logically explain it, but the dog thing, why why do you think that is, why do you think it is that you, that you would, that I would feel worse about a dog than a person, I don't know, but, whatever. I also was thinking to myself, like, oh, what if the kid was holding the dog? Like, oh, what if you're going on a family walk and the kid, can I hold the dog? And the kid holds the dog and then the kid fucking doesn't pull him out of the street and then the dog gets hit. And then the parent has to go, oh my god, you fucking idiot. Like, and it's like, what do you do? Do you guilt trip the kid? It's just a the kid. They don't know any better. Do you, do you guilt trip yourself? Why, did I give the, why would I give a dog to a kid next to a busy street? Uh, I don't know. You can't look at the kid and be like, well, now you can't have another dog because you killed this one. I hope you're happy. You you, you (laughs) eight-year-old? It sounds terrible. Last week, I had to go to the dentist. I had to go twice. I went on Wednesday. I might have talked about this. And then I went again on uh, Monday. And it was weird. Because the first time, they numbed my mouth with uh, injectable numbing shit. The second time I go... It's a different dentist, and they said they didn't want to use the numbing shit, which at first I was like, okay, cool, because, you know, putting a needle all the way into my gums and injecting shit into them was very painful, okay? Like, to get numb, they have to give you all that pain at once. Like, oh, this, this would hurt you, but I think I'm, I'm going to hurt you all at once, and then it'll make everything numb, and it's like, oh, okay, maybe, I guess that's okay? So, uh, the second lady was like, uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to use the the injectables. So I was like, uh, okay, cool. She's like, ah, it doesn't look so bad. I was like, uh, whatever. Well, it was absolutely terrible. Uh, tons of pain. And, uh, first off, the money. The enti- so last time I spent $402, and then this time again I spent $402. altogether. $804 were spent. On this stupid fucking dentist. And, uh, oh, th- here's the best part. On Wednesday, I had two cavities. <laughs> on Monday, no one knows. David Blaine came and made them disappear. No one knows what happened to the, the curious case of the cavities. No one knows. They, they just up and walked away. Without a trace. So that's some bullshit but whatever, save me some money, I guess, cavities were gone, I go through a shit ton of fucking mouth pain, and then halfway through, she's like, oh, I didn't know you'd be so sensitive, and, um, <laughs> I don't know who it is that has this joke, um, I remember they're like, your teeth are filthy, you're bleeding, and it's, uh, the, the comedian goes, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're stabbing them with a super sharp fucking knife, yeah, no shit, they're fucking bleeding, um, So I have to go through that shit. Your gums are sensitive. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know you're you're jamming a knife three inches into my gums. I can feel it coming out of the back of my neck. So, of course, that's fucking terrible. And, uh, you know, they're like, oh, you're sensitive right there. Okay, cool. So either be more gentle or go around it. I'm not a fucking dentist. I don't know what you should do. But you're really fucking hurting me, lady. And here's the thing. I spend the $402, if it was a prostitute, you spend the money and then I guess you fuck or get your dick sucked or whatever. And then they did. And then they say, Oh, that was the, that was the biggest dick. Oh, your dick is so big. Oh my God. You're so handsome. Oh, you're the greatest. Oh, thing, yeah, I should be paying you. Okay. I'll take my money. All right. Bye. Let me know if you want your dick sucked in next week or next month or something, because you gave them a large amount of money, right? Oh, not the dentist. Not the dentist. Right when you're done. I know your dumb ass is not going to floss. I can tell you to floss, but your fucking stupid ass probably isn't going to. That's why they bleed. Because you're bad. You suck at this. Uh, lady, I just paid you $400 for 20 minutes of work. Four times three. I just paid you $1,200 an hour. If I gave that to a prostitute, they would tell me I had to biggest dick on earth and they would suck it like their life depended on it and they would do it painlessly not the dentist oh no they enjoy it they enjoy they love it it's they wake up every day saying i hope i have as many customers i'm gonna overbook my day so that i can cause as much pain as possible and my friend Corey said i didn't look this up my friend cory said that uh that dentists have a high rate of suicide and it's probably because like their psyche eventually one day they have to deal with how evil they are for enjoying hurting people one day they have to wake up and they can no longer they can no longer bottle it all up and and then they just have to they have to look at themselves in the mirror and say i am a sick fuck i don't know if that's true but uh yeah for that amount of money for that amount of money you should... Would, would being polite be out of the question? Is that too much to ask for? Right? Oh, man. It, it makes no sense to me. It would make your life better and mine. Here's another thing. I'm supposed to come back in three months. Pfft. Three, Three months. Are you fucking out of your fucking mind? I'll be back in eight months, bitch. Why? I don't know, uh... Same reason I don't hang out with douchebags. Because they piss me the fuck off. You don't want to hang out with somebody who's being a dick to you. You don't want to hang out with somebody who's hurting you. That would be terrible. Imagine going to the bar with your friends. The first thing you do, you walk in there and go, hey, there's that fucking small dick asshole. What's up, dude? And then they punch you in the face. You'd go, man, this is, I don't think we should be friends. That's the dentist. Except you're paying them. <laughs> you're paying them to do that. It, it's fucking ridiculous, man. A prostitute would never. It's, a, it's it's as a society, we we've we've reached an interesting point where you can trust a prostitute more than you can trust a fucking dentist. <sighs> so uh I have a question for you guys regarding changing your t-shirts. Now, this is granted, this is coming from a guy that wears the same pair of pants for 2 weeks jeans. I wear jeans for 2 weeks and I sit in some gross ass things. I sit at the skate park on gum and spit and shit. I go to the bar, who knows where you're sitting on, old beer, sitting in some booth that hasn't been wiped down in a week. Uh sitting in people's messy cars. I sit on dirty shit. But I never really worry about it. I don't know why. Just never really worried about it. You know what I do it? If my pants, the worst thing my pants can smell like is cigarettes and I grab this fabric spray It's made for like, I don't know, sheets and couches and shit. And I just spray my pants and I go, ah, good enough for me. But when it comes to shirts, I change my shirts a little bit more often. (laughs) I guess a lot more often. If I go outside or I go to a bar or smoke comes at me, or if I sweat, or if I do anything like athletic, even if I'm in the sun, or even if I'm sitting here playing Mario and I start sweating... I say, okay, I got to change that shirt. I'm not wearing that shirt again. My question for you guys, and I want you to answer in the chat. Let's say you wake up in the morning, you put on your t-shirt, and you spend the entire day watching TV. You do a couple of household chores, nothing big, right? You make your bed, uh, you you do some laundry or whatever, and then before you know it, it's time for bed. Take off your shirt, you go to bed. Do you wear that shirt again the next day? I say... Yes, because nothing has soiled that shirt in any way. I asked this question on Twitter, and I think it was something like 75% of people said, yes, wear the shirt again. 25% of people said, no, change the shirt the next day. To add to that, and feel free to answer in the chat room, guys. To add to that, my friend Rydog doesn't, doesn't wash his shirts. Like, he washes his shirts once a year. I, I had him explain that to me once. He he couldn't explain it. He goes, I just hang them up. What what if you sweat it? Just hangs them up. I mean, I imagine if he spills something on it or like, I don't know, sits in something gross, I imagine. But uh, if he goes out to the bar, drinks, someone blows cigarette smoke on him, cigar smoke, he, he smokes weed, right? Smokes a bunch of weed. Shirt smells like weed, which is the worst thing to ever smell like. And he just, he just puts it on a hanger and hangs it back up. What a psychopath. <laughs> what a psychopath. Guy just says he changed his shirts five to six times a day. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> How many shirts do you have? That's impossible. Well, the chat room right now is not being very interactive. So we're just going to assume that my way is right. Does he stink? No, he doesn't stink. To, to be fair, he also really overdoes it with the cologne, which I don't mind. I know a lot of people, especially women, they'll be like, yeah, cologne's fine, but don't overdo it. But when I smell cologne, I you can overdo it. As long as you don't smell like a fucking... As long as you, as long as you don't smell like anything I used to smell in high school. Like, high school kids go nuts with the cologne. The cologne and the bod. Remember the bod spray? You can smell somebody for... You could be driving behind them and smell their bod scent. That They had that one blue bod. I'll never forget that smell. But, um, yeah. When well, Tony comes in, and uh, every time I see him, I go, "Damn, you fucking smell good. What is that? And he always has a new scent. He's like, oh, this is the new Gucci. This is the new Burberry. This is the new uh, Victoria's Secret. All the name brand. All the big name brand scents are all really good. I have one called Burberry Brit. I really enjoyed that one. Um, right now I use one called uh oh shit. I have one called YSL, but then there's another one. I can't think of it. I'm not gonna be able to think of it. All the name brand colognes are really nice. Uh if you guys wanna recommend me a cologne, I'm down. Uh feel free to tell me which ones are good. I uh I just I don't like the see, cologne's one of those things. How how can they justify selling this much cologne for, you know, $80, that's beyond me. And also, like, also the, the second question is, if you're at the swap meet, how can they sell it cheaper at the swap meet? Is there some trick I don't know about? Or are they are they watering it down? I guess we'll never know. Anyways, that's all the topics for today. I did want to give you guys some movie uh, suggestions or reviews or whatever. I watched a movie the other day called Arrival. And it was, uh. I'm not sure who it was. Was it Matt Damon? Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, I think it was that guy, uh. Fuck, I don't remember who the guy was. It was some guy that was in the that bomb movie. <laughs> See? Here, why do I always go through this? There's a movie about bom- a guy who defuses bombs in, like, Iraq. And the main guy in that, I think, is in this arrival movie. Basically, aliens come to Earth. And uh, we're we're able to talk to them and uh, they all land on earth. There's 12 aliens on earth and we're all trying to figure out how to communicate with them. And the whole movie is about communication and how people and how we can miscommunicate with aliens and how they can miscommunicate with us and how it could get really weird and crazy one moment and then get normal the next. And there's also the chick in it. You know, there's a chick in the office named Pam. And then there's another chick in the office who looks identical to Pam Well, Pam's twin sister is also in the movie. She's the main star. And uh, it's called Arrival. I thought it was uh, a great movie. I googled it. The guy's name is Jeremy Renner. And the bomb movie is called The Hurt Locker. God damn it. And that chick's name is Sean Sean Levy? Wait. Aaron Ryder or David? Oh, shit. Amy Adams. I was naming the producers. Amy Adams. She looks exactly like Pam. Maybe she has Pam. Pam two point as they say. Um what what else was I talking about? Okay, Arrival's a good movie. Watch it if you want to. If you like if you like alien shit, it's it's more of a dialogue heavy movie. Uh acting is great. More dialogue heavy, not so much action. Um I also watched a stand up recently of Jim Jeffries, who I think is Australian. I don't watch that much uh like long form comedy. I don't watch many 40-minute comedy specials, but every once in a while, I give one a shot if it has good reviews. And uh, I don't know, if you like comedy, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. It's pretty good. He, uh... So he told a lot of really funny jokes, and then at the end, he told a lot of like sexual jokes that grossed me out. So it's funny because I think a lot of people would love those sexual jokes, but I... they were really gross. He was just telling all these jokes about rubbing his balls on his wife Suffocating his wife with his balls and I was like if you tell a joke like that, I picture it in my head. And then I go, Ew, what this uh, this doesn't make me want to laugh. It makes me grossed out. Your stinky balls on another person's face. But if if that style of joke doesn't bother you, it would easily be a nine out of ten. Well, eight out of ten, Jim Jeffries. He tells some uh some really great jokes. I remember I used to watch him on some TV show that I liked, but I don't remember what it was. Maybe somebody could let me know in the comments. Anyways, go ahead and give me a hell yeah. That's all I got for the podcast today, so I can shout you guys out. If you missed the beginning of the podcast, the rerun of this podcast comes out on Sundays, just in time for you to watch it on your way to work. It comes out on YouTube, on Podbean, on Spotify, on iTunes. Go watch it. Tell a friend. Did anyone send me money? No. No. White Carter subscribed, and Venus Die Traps subscribed, and Schneeblys subscribed. I appreciate that for you guys subscribing. But uh, money's better. Since nobody has any fucking money, a bunch of broke damn bitches, um, you can support the podcast in another way. Tell a friend about the podcast. Tell them it made you laugh. Tell them it made you cry. Tell them it made you think. Tell them it made you think about something. It was... It was riveting. It was eye opening. It was great. We discussed a lot today. We made some funny jokes and we talked about a dead dog. So I think there's highs and lows. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. And we do this podcast every single Friday right around 3 30 p.m. Pacific time. Shout out to Gaijus Sideflip, Love My Toe, Day Day, Gaijus Merc, Day Day, Sideflip, Infamy, Node for Droid and side flip, and I book boy, all the way from the damn UK and Merc. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, have a great weekend, and as I always say, don't drink too much, but don't drink too little. <laughs> I wish a helicopter would crash into the dentist. Definitely.